Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Brought to you by StringJoy, makers of String and Joy. Uh, get check out StringJoy.com. Sound better, play better. Uh, has anyone gotten? Scott, you're the guy who like plays the different types of strings all the time. Gotten anything fun lately? Uh, string wise, I. So I'll be honest with you. Since switching to StringJoy, I barely change my strings anymore. Yeah, it lasts for so stinking long with that cleaner that they have. That mm-hmm. I I feel bad promoting them that way but like they cost as much as elixirs and they actually last longer it and they're not coded it's it's yeah. really interesting because i found well, they, uh, yeah the wound strings on elixirs burned out pretty quick still even if they mm-hmm. were coded so just from like heavy playing so well when the string cleaner is awesome and you can even use their own string joy microfiber cloth to wipe the string cleaner on it so that's fantastic. And while you're doing that, wear your Stringjoy hat. If you want a dad hat, you want a, what is it? Flat brim, flat, flat bill. Something about a duck. I don't know. One of the, the, the hats that the other people wear, the ones that uh, Blake Wyland from the Town Mob wears all the time. See, I like that we're doing video chat now, so I can just give you the, you're being stupid look. And like, I, you, you know, just keep going and going and going. <laughs> now I, you know I what mean, it looks like. It, no, it's okay. I, I actually just imagine you recorded half the episode with your face in your palm and just putting it down, just shaking. Just, oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see. All right. Let's, well, check out Stringjoy. They're awesome. They're great. And uh, they, they do a lot of great stuff for uh, people too. So, yeah, there we go. Now my dog's going to start barking. All right. So, uh, also, uh, thank you to all of our patrons. All like, how many do we have now? A million. Four? Five. <laughs> a million five. <laughs> and, uh, th- thanks, everyone. I don't think we ever did it. Don't, aren't we supposed to do a shout-out to our new patrons? Do we ever just read all the names? Yeah, we should. You know, we're going to start doing that. Corridor, it, it though, might that extend the, that. You know, it just might extend the, the episode a little bit too long, but we'll, we'll do it. Uh, so thank you to Michael Newman. Thank you to Ben Fur. Also, thank you to Jason Fuzzmonger and our good friend, Mr. Will Lahue. Thanks for the love and the support, guys. Was that only four? That is four. Yeah, so thanks to all four of you. (laughs) Any more, and we might have to practice, like, the stay-at-home orders and all that. So, yeah. Uh, We're an essential service, Diaz. We're an essential (laughs) service. I Yeah. Podcasting. I, I feel guitar podcast a weekly guitar podcast you know it's really funny because 60 cycle hum actually does have to do distancing because they record theirs and we're just like yeah that's called a normal episode for us no we're not even in the same states anymore since chris had to move so actually we're not even in the same time zones anymore scheduling this is always fun what time's good for you five yeah six seven great thanks (laughs) um all right so let's Talk about what's new. What? All right, Scott. Anything new? 
Uh, yeah. I got some new stuff. Um, I feel I got, like Corona and a Sweetwater card are not a good combination in, in both senses of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, this was not from Sweetwater. Um, Pro Audio Star was doing a deal where it was like four 20-foot XLR cables for 30 bucks. Oh, wow. And it's it's a structure brand I never heard of, but they at least have ends that like I know if this breaks, I can like replace or I could resolder if I have a broken connection. What, so what's not, the like, thing? Molded. What's the thing that like the um, are they directional? XLR has a male and a female plug, so that's a maybe? so that matters because you need to get the the plus minus on XLR lined up right. But um, so yeah, technically you're, you're no fun today. I'm technically, done. they're directional. Uh, but yeah, so because of that, now I can I then turned around and just rewired my whole desk now that I have a lot of XLR cords. So now I have my pianos like fully set up all the time. Um, got my mixer out. Kemper's now got a set spot. My, my, my office is nice and clean now. I like it. So that's what I did. I bought boring XLR cables and rewired my desk and it took like four hours. Yeah. That sounds very fun. Well, it's not like I have other things to do. That's true. Chris, anything new with you? Uh, I got some new in-ears uh, this week for that spinet. What'd you get? Uh, mm. So, what is it? The KTZ, is that what this is? Oh, okay. Yeah, those, but they're Which the model is that? ZS10 Pro. So, they're supposed to be a little nicer than the base $20 model. Okay. So far, I can tell a little bit of a difference, but I haven't used them for music playing yet, so that's still to be seen. I'm I'm really just glad that Chris is like typing this entire thing out for us, episode two, so you can hear that throughout the entire time of him talking. <laughs> he he's one of the people that takes the record. What is it? The stenographer. Who... That's it, stenographer. All right. Uh, Call me Ethel Beavers. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was a fantastic. I was trying to think who. What was the name of the stenographer from the episode of The West Wing, where uh, John Hoynes was like, "I'm sure the president would want me to say how much these meetings are about coming together and finding a middle ground." And he's like, "Actually, I find them boring and redundant, but the Constitution says we have to have them." Sorry. That was pretty descriptive of that episode. Um, all right. Yeah. He has anything new with you? I bought an Ernest doll off of eBay. So, is the yeah, uh, quarantine that wait, bad for you? No, no, no I still listen that, to that's listen, what so. That's what Trump checks burning a hole in Diaz's wallet turns into. <laughs> it was only $400. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Scott's like, holy crap, that's not My kids great. are living off ramen for the next three weeks, but... <laughs> I got this Ernest doll. All right, no, but for real, uh, so uh, I was watching some... There was a tape that he that got put out. It was Ernest, and it was all the commercials he did. He did a lot of commercials, and I loved it. And I posted it, and I... Uh, I was or I was watching it and I talked to my mom and she's like, you used to have that Ernest doll and no joke. Like I loved Ernest. I still love Ernest movies. They're great, clean, fun. And uh, I, I, I wore this doll out. Like, you know, like you see in the videos where like the doll slowly goes, I literally did that to this doll. So I figured uh, 
my my youngest son had a my mom gave him a doll it's llama llama i don't know if you've ever heard of that but uh so I, we, I was talking with her and I said, that was my llama llama. That was my doll that I like carried around when I was a kid. So I figured I'd buy one. It's still in the box and everything. So it's pretty cool. When you, hey, when you get older and you get Trump checks, you can buy your childhood memories back. Scott's going to buy a stick. <laughs> That's where he got his personality from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Burn. I've been thinking about buying a Mandalorian helmet just, you know, for social distancing reasons. Like I've got my stormtrooper helmet. You yep. get a Mandalorian helmet. I'm, I'm never taking it off when I'm outside. This is Chris the way. just gets a Chris just gets a Samuel L. Jackson mask and he's Mace Windu. So why couldn't it be uh, from? Uh, <laughs> he forgot to hit the space bar. <laughs> no, it's a little, no, it's on the wrong window. Uh, what else? Is, what other movies have you been in? Die Hard. What the hell is going on over there? <laughs> Chris, Chris is riding a motorcycle through, <laughs> through this episode. You know, out Sorry. here we practice our social distancing by riding our motorcycles as loud as we can through uh, residential areas. Seems legit. Yeah, great plan. That's a dangerous illegal marijuana, people. Look what happened to Denver. <laughs> no one left their house anymore except for to buy more weed that you know what denver has like two covid cases because of that they're like stay at home they're like totally yeah we always keep saying it's like because me and the roommate are both gamers so it's like we've been preparing for this our whole life like if you tell us to stay home it's like okay we'll, we'll occupy our time until you say it's safe to go outside again i'm actually gonna look up the COVID-19 cases in, in Colorado, because I'm curious. Uh, last I heard, we're sitting... You can do this live on the air. Yes, I'm going to do this live on the air. I don't care. Y'all keep the episode moving. Let's see. 9,433 confirmed. Not Let's good. See. All right. So... This, uh, this, I also is got a new this is great radio. Shut up. It's not radio. It's a podcast. It's, the, it's way lower. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, yeah, and, that, and I got a carburetor for my lawnmower. That's about it. So, gear news. Question, is, is saying you have a face for podcasting a bigger insult then, than saying you have a face for radio? Well, now that Zoom's out and we can have kick-ass backgrounds, no. All right. Yeah. So gear news. Gear news. All right. So KMA machines have the Logan Transcend Drive. This looks I put a question mark on the script. Is that why you're Yeah. No, this <laughs> thing is interesting. I opened it up and saw it for the first time and I was like, huh. Yeah, the artwork okay. on this thing's nuts with that narwhal in the hands of what is, is that a goat? A deer, or a something, something in a hooded it's a deer wolf. It's a deer dog wolf. Is our work explained at any point Tom, in this? I still love that. It's like pros, nice range of drive tones, expansive control. Some of the controls are foot switchable, cool enclosure. Cons might take a while to get used to all the features. Con will not play guitar because you'll be staring at this pedal, wondering what the hell is that. Yeah, this thing's pretty dope. Uh, so it's an eye lights up. Yeah, that's where the LED is. Uh, so it's it's a like 
overdrive pedal with a ton of control on it. So you can actually move around the mid-range control and the low control. So I mean, if you if you think of a classic tube screamer, right? You have a little bit of it gives a, the mids a little bit of a bump and it cuts your lows, right? And yeah, this has like a really cool like uh it I'm listening to the demo right now. It's got kind of like a I can get a marshally feel to it. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm so really you can move you can move it around a lot. I kind of want this. Oh, you can use it on bass too. I think you can use anything on bass if your heart desires. Well, I think that's where the lows control matters a lot more, and where you can you can you can actually move the where the middle frequency bump happens. So theoretically, maybe you can do a clon and a tube screamer and uh, whatever else overdrive pedal. Blues breaker. Yeah, maybe. Um, oh, it's from Germany. Okay. Yeah, so that's uh, it's coming in at about two nineteen, which is Ooh. starting to become kind of the new boutique pedal price. Well, this is so especially with two foot switches. Um, even if one's just like the mids, uh, it seems like whenever you're getting that, like most of your like boutique single uh, overdrives are about what one seventy nine. I'd say is average. They go up and a little bit up and a little bit down around that. But about like the 180 mark. So, but when you add another foot switch, um, it really kind of bumps it right at the either 200 or above 200 to 250, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm curious. Okay, I'm I'm curious too. That's why they call me Whiskers. Curious like a cat. Yeah. Now, I mean, answer the question honestly, scientist. Would you hate the moon if it was made of spare ribs? If 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 that was if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? I know I would. Sorry, thank you, Will Ferrell, for that comical glory. Who was he playing? What was the guy's name? Harry Carey. Harry Carey. Wasn't he a, an announcer for the show? Was he? A, what team was it? Chicago Cubs. Okay, I didn't want to like guess it wrong. I thought it was Chicago, mm-hmm. and I figured that's why you're so quick on the gun for Harry Carey. That or you're a huge Will Ferrell fan. Yes. Very nice. Yes, both. Yes, both. Hey, did you think that Will Ferrell in Superstar was ex- was hunkier than normal? I don't think I've seen Superstar. What? I never really found that bit that funny in <sighs> Saturday Night Live. Mary Catherine Gallagher is an American treasure, sir. That bit always right, went about uh, twice as long as I was I was in for. Always lost me. That's what she said. Oh, yes. Sorry. I was proud of that one. That was a good one. No. Michael Scott would have been proud of that one. All right, whatever. Anywho, so price is about on point. This has a great sound to it. It has a lot of control. And it's got a crazy design on the front. If even if you're not going to buy the pedal, go check it out. KMA Machines Logan Transcend Drive. So that's pretty cool. All right, let's move on to the next thing. The Bogner reissues. So the Bogner is reissuing its acclaimed overdrive distortion and boost effects pedals. Is this what they originally looked like? No, they used to be in a different enclosure. Yeah, um, so these I are a lot like smaller. These. Like these look really cool. But isn't it the same yeah, design though? Or is they 
or are they copying somebody else? Uh, they're reissues of circuits that they designed with Rupert Neve, uh, oh, Sound yeah. Council design fame. Um, so there's a, they all have a transformer in them, which I'm actually at this price point, I'm surprised, um, just cause transformers usually are a more expensive pedal feature or just cause they're, it's a really expensive component. Um, but yeah, you got a few different kind of, uh, you got three options here. So you had the Burnley, the, uh, Harlow and the Wessex. Uh, all, all have the same different, I haven't seen this enclosure anywhere else. Have you, I mean, it's a single size enclosure, but it's just a different design because it's got got that beveled edge. Yeah. I've seen this before. That's why I was wondering like what these look like. These remind me of, um, they're kind of remind me of full town, but like as one single piece with the curve. It's not like a straight edge. Is that, hmm. is that, is that how full tone pedals are? Or am I thinking of something different? I don't see it. Or maybe who else? I'm trying to think. Um, shoot. Maybe anyway. like the Strymon. Mm. I think that like if you were to shrink a Strymon, yeah. a Strymon in. I think that's what it looks like. Yeah, if there was a single a single size Dryman pedal. Yeah. Um, so the or Harlow. The source audio. Yeah. So the Harlow is a boost that has what they call the bloom compression feature. So it's got a little bit of a compression on it when you do go boosting into it. They have the Wessex, which is an overdrive um, that has a few different voices to it. Um, and then finally, um, the distortion pedal is the Burnley. So it's got that hard clipping fun distortion. Yeah. It's really, I mean, whatever, I mean, I'm pretty sure we talked about these when they first came out, the original ones, didn't we? I mean, these, they're, the, the original ones basic. could be, you think so? Yeah. And they're calling them classic pedals. I don't think our show's been around that long. Well, we, They've done something like this before. When was this article written? <laughs> Two days on. ago. Uh, let's see. Bogner Harlow. Let's look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, they've already done this before. It had Rupert Neve's signature in the bottom right-hand corner. It, and it's pretty recent. It's still for sale at Guitar Center. It's a different enclosure, though. Here, I'm going to send it to the group. But yeah, we talked about these when they came out. Whoops, I did not mean to send that. I don't know yeah. what I clicked on. Anyway. No, they've, they've done this recently. I don't know how old these pedals are. Because I mean, I remember the, us, the price is dropping on them. I, the, the reason why I remember us talking about this was because I thought it was kind of odd. I, I, it's just not odd, but Rupert Neve is getting up there in age. Uh, so Rupert Neve's designs is still continuing without Rupert Neve. Oh, he died, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, so I guess he really is getting up there in age. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I had Rupert Neve's signature on it. How long ago did Rupert Neve die? Uh, actually, I don't think he's died. Okay, he 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 could be alive. He... 
Uh, yeah, he's, he's still, still alive. He's 93, 93 years. Yeah, so he helped design in the original because it has a signature on it. Well, yeah, he designed the the transformer. Okay. And circuit well, there you go. But okay. yeah, Rupert Neves designed a lot of things and contributed. His to a brain lot of had a part of the design of these pedals, and his brain still works. All right, let's move on to the next thing because we're just getting off topic. Or not off topic, but off gear. Uh, so Mad Professor yes, is coming out with the custom pedals uh, in kind of like a reissue of some of their classic pedals, like the Ruby Red Booster and the Sweet Honey Overdrive. I wonder what's the difference. I know they're tweaked circuits, right? Uh, you know, I don't actually know what's the difference. In the... <laughs> Uh, the sweet else. honey adds a feedback knob or a mod knob coming after the feedback of the pedals base character yeah uh, I know their sweet honey has always been the thing everyone's always talked about like this is something you have to try so um, it's interesting to see a unique mod on it uh, part of the annoying thing right now is just all these special editions and a time of no demoers so how spoiled we've been of Oh, what's it sound like? Let's watch this quick demo. And those things just have not been available the way they used to be. Why not? You don't have to be around people to do a demo. You know, that's that's a very good point. I thought we were going to get like a million new demos of crap because everyone's... Didn't someone have a theory about everyone's buying up all these uh, interfaces? And then we're going to get a bunch of questions about how to use them. And then we're going to get a bunch of crappy demos. That sounds like a real douchebag, whoever's bringing that up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying that that's probably true, though. So I'm we're probably like about three and a half weeks away from getting a bunch of crappy demos. Oh, so guaranteed. That reminds me. Uh, so I'm coming out with a new demo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's that, how's that the Luther Tap Tremolo uh, demo coming along there, DS? I got a job, okay? And I'm really tired because I work on my lawnmower. <laughs> have you got that thing running yet uh I've, i just got the carburetor in um i'm gonna throw that on there it should be running better than ever because I, I did a whole tune up on it changed the spark plug changed the oil uh changed the air filter on it i drained the fuel line putting all new gas in it i'm about to change the carburetor this thing should be zooming nice Get my natty daddy, go for a ride. All right, so let's move on to the next thing. Diaz, I think you're going to like this one. The Volt Electronics Reverse. So it's a Firebird. Firebird with some tweaks. uh, Yeah, hold on. This ad just popped up. You son of a... F.U. Fresh Step. All right. So I do like this. Number one, uh, it's only got three knobs. That's interesting. Um, it looks Two good. more than you need. No. All right. No, it's um, more than you need. Are those full-size humbuckers in it? Or are they yep. minis? Those are full-size full from Shit like, Tone. I like those. Also, the, uh, the not the bridge, but... Yeah, the stop yeah, tail is a pretty unique design, isn't it? Yeah, that bridge. Yeah, that's... Very interesting. It's got it's really cool. Does it, wait, one, two, three. The strings don't go through down there, do they? Yes, they do. No, I think, yeah, they do. 
Do they? Yeah. I think it's through body. I think it's probably through body. No. It's got to be. There's no way. How are you going to get the um, – are you going to, like, slide the ball in through there? Yes. Like, put it – that's not how it – there's no way. That looks like how it is. That would – I feel like that would not be a uh, solid – I don't – I feel like there'd be kind of issues. I think that's so, so what I think you do is you slide the ball end into the deep end of those grooves and then yeah, it cinches. And slide it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, that would, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Go to the actual Let's website. See. They've got some close up pictures and it 100% latches into that uh, tailpiece thing. $3,800 though. Oof. It's the average price of the Gibson again. Not thirty five hundred dollars for a Firebird. You can get yeah. a, you can get the Firebird T. Then I mean, I had that Pelham Blue Firebird. That was like thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, so they're showing some three pickup variants in here too, and uh, yeah, three a lot of relicing. Right I want to see the back of one. I haven't seen a back picture. Uh, I really like this orange. The, with the, the white one pickups. has a back on it. I guess yeah, I see it. There's the balls and the cinch and the cincher balls, you know. Is that oh, where the like stra- is the strap peg always on the back of the neck? Or am yeah. I seeing something else? Oh, like an SG? Oh, yeah. Shit. Sorry, I just closed all the windows. Yeah, I think most of these styles have it on the back. Like once you get outside of the Les Paul stuff, it's usually on the back. Uh, that's where mine was. Yeah, it, it's it's right there. It's kind of like in some of those acoustics. That like it's like in that spot right there. Or an SG. Yeah, I guess an SG is. Wait, are these no. bolt-on? These are bol- look at they are. Uh, they're Michael bolt-ons. Yes, but like look at the. It's a single bolt that it looks like he's using. I think that's the strap peg, dude. Aren't these no. set neck? No. No. I don't think so. No, they're not. How Unless are they bolted in? That's what I'm very saying. Very carefully. Here, hold on. Let's look at this pink one. I love, this episode's brought to you by us looking at pictures arguing. Um, hold on. Look at the Volt Reverse number four. That's it's going. I mean, they only, they've only got one back shot. Yeah, that's definitely a bolt-on neck. Is the strap peg doubling as a yeah neck bolt? Probably one solid bolt all the way through. Yeah, if you look at the gold one, is a cap. You all right, so you can see this gold one. You can yeah. see there's that gap right there. So you know that's yeah, that's bolt on. That's insane. One bolt. Usain bolt. That's insane bolt. Yeah, it actually says. It actually says use a single bolt and fun- functions as a strap button in the description. That's I insane. I do that from now on. That's cool. I feel like you've got – I wonder how solid of a choice that is. I think you just need a really long neck pocket. Yeah, plus it looks super thick, so I wouldn't be super worried about it. <clears throat> it's thick. It's thick. All right. Uh, that's – I. all right, so I like that. I. You know, the price isn't bad. It's in the cower range. If it's, a, it's it's a boutique, uh, it's boutique guitar yeah. territory. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely don't. I don't hate it. It looks really nice. Um, I think that the relicking on it is very tasteful. It's a lot of a lot of it's just checking. 
um, which is one of my favorite ways, my favorite relics. I, I don't feel like anyone should relic a guitar that doesn't check for some reason. That's just me. All right, let's move on to the next thingamajig. We've got the Fuzz Rocious Croak. Yeah, so this um, was announced at NAM, but they're just starting to ship now, and it's been fun to watch their uh, their marketing campaign, hasn't it? It's been interesting. So it's kind of um, crazy, and with the gear world being as uh, I guess PC, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Um, but, but just being a, a very politically correct culture, uh, it's always interesting to see someone go against the grain on that. And not saying that this is like not PC, but it doesn't follow. Um, it gets into more like the PG-13 territory, which you don't find that either. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's it might not be PC. It might be PG. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, the first. Yeah, he's he's had some. Let's call it questionable names. They're not like that awful, but like they're not, they're not necessarily, they're not going to church. It's like, it's like the, I mean, for real, it's kind of like the way huge thing. You know what I mean? Not all of them are like all sexually oriented, but they are kind of a tongue in cheek sometimes or just kind of straight up out there. But uh, they got a condom campaign going right now. Which I don't, I don't know. It's just interesting. I'm like, are, is he selling them separately, or is he just like including a condom with every one? I think he's including a condom with the first thirty orders. Okay. So he, there you go. Um, only bought thirty. He only bought thirty-five condoms. Thirty for the fans, five for him, because right. water balloon fights. So the croak is a, a dual filter fuzz. So. I don't know how much you guys are. Are you a big filter fuzz guy, Diaz? With your, um, I, I really don't know. I like uh, that's. I mean, that's that's kind of like in the cocktwa territory, right? Like you can do kind of like a. I'm trying to think of how to. But you can. That. I mean, the 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 fun part is like a lot of filters sometimes just get really extreme and they start resonating. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like you can get really out there or it can be really tame. It just depends how it's set up. So like on this one, you have a, you can have like a stable filter uh, of a different type. So like, or a filter two on this one's an envelope filter. So you can, you can sweep it and you can move into different things. So um, you get a little more of a, like envelope filters are always dynamic. So it's like you, the harder you play, the the different it reacts. And so you can kind of get, sometimes more voice-like or vocal or like an Ottawa kind of things. That's where probably you're more familiar or you think of a filter when you think of that. Yeah. And then uh, one of the foot switches on this, I can't remember which one is probably the left controlled by the, um, the switch of the two filters, but it lets you kick it on and off. Um, and it's a completely momentary. So, um, you know, it has all those, um what am i what am i trying to say uh by being momentary it's not on off it's uh you can just leave your foot on it for to activate and then you lift off mm-hmm. and it's done so well i really like that it's got an expression input as well yeah that that adds some cool options too i mean it controls the pre-pot which is a little interesting i would have expected it to move one of the filters but 
I'm really curious how that would affect or like what kind of creative things people could come up with on that. I kind of want this. Of course you do. Try it. I need to buy one. Dear Ryan. For Christmas, I'd like a crow. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so the other thing I actually really liked oh. is they did a bunch of special oh. editions for each store has a different color scheme. So oh, that's cool. you've got like Axe and You Shall Receive. You got Chicago Music Exchange. You got Martell, Pitbull, Audio, Roxy Guitar, Russo Music, Sound Partial, and Tulsa Band and Guitars. So you got a you got a number of different options there to check out. So that that makes it fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I want the I want the croak pretty bad. Which one do What's you the want? Price point on? I, I, I whichever one I probably would order straight from them. Oh, they got the kind of baby blue one at their site. And they also have the hand painted option as well. Like, yep. like they do with a lot of their pedals. 189, not bad. No, very reasonable price. <gasps> Roxy Guitar has that pink one. That kind of reminds me of uh Futurama. Uh Hypnotoad. Yep, the Hypnotoad. Ooh, Sound Parcel has a black one. <sighs> Chicago Music Exchanges is black too. Yeah, but it's a different color toad. Yep. Um, yeah, this is actually. Let's see if Jess will let me spend some money. <laughs> Have you started yeah. doing a one in, one out policy yet? Or we should talk about that. All right. Um, before my wife gets mad and leaves me, um, let's talk about this next thing. So we talked about this before when they were announced, but it seems like it's just now shipping and kind of hitting stores. The Parallel Universe of Volume 2 Jazz Strat. This thing still looks great. I, I, you know what? I probably hate it at first. I'd love to like look back and see what I said. I think, I, like uh, I think the, a lot of the Parallel Universe stuff has been that way with me, where it's like it took a while for it to really grow on me. The only thing I would change about this is I'd get rid of the uh, that Jazzmaster pickups. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd get rid of that. But I do love the Jazzmaster neck with the block inlays and the Fender logo with the... the painted like headstock? Yeah, and the painted headstock. Oh. Yeah, I would change the pickguard and get... Uh, I don't know, that'd be great for like a humbucker, an HSS Strat. It's only got two knobs, too. That's still one more than you need, right, Chris? Obviously. Uh, I, was, I was like, Chris is not with the class. Yeah, there's a process I have to go through over here. But, yeah. So, I the, wonder... The color on this looks great. So, I what I'm really curious with this is, so, they, they did a traditional Jazzmaster bridge on it. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, there will be the people who will be like, throw a mastery bridge on it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, but the the classic question with that is uh, on the classic player jazz masters. What they did was they moved the trim actually closer to the bridge, to yeah. create more of a break angle on the on the bridge. I'm curious how this distance compares to like a stock, like a traditional jazz master, or is it closer to the classic player? Because the Strat's a shorter body. Yeah, no. If you look at the picture on the website, it's pretty short distance there. Uh, the one thing, so these uh, jazz master pickups. They're just they're single coil pickups. It's crazy. I mean, it's well. I mean, like I love I, that they called them that. They just they, they didn't call them Jazzmaster pickups. 
Oh, no, there, if you scroll down to the bottom, it's the 65 single coil, American Vintage 65 single coil jazz pickup. So it's, it's the same thing that's on, um, I believe that's the AVRI. Okay. Yeah, these are pretty cool. I like them. Uh, let's see. What, let's move on to our topic. How long have we been recording, Scott? Oh, I don't have a timer on this anymore. Oh, my god! We're trying to record on Zoom, so that's part of the reason why Diaz keeps clipping up and Chris is having mic issues, and I'm I'm just oh, I'm, sorry. I'm clipping? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. How dare you? you I'll, I can turn myself down. Uh, it's just like, no, it's not like that kind of clipping. It's like you robot out constantly. Oh, bummer. Well, yeah, yeah, I got horrible this internet. Is, Wait, we're this not going to be a good episode. Um, oh, shit. Talking mushrooms. All right. So this comes to us from Jason Fuzzmonger, patron of patrons. the show. Yeah. You, you, you explain it. You know more about it than I do. So uh, I'll read his question verbatim, but I'm yeah, going to amend it. Go. I'm going to amend it. Um, what is something unappreciated in your gear or playing experience you don't notice until it's gone? I'm sure you all have something, but it can be, it can be your make betterer which I think is supposed to be make gooder. Um, a solid drummer, clean power, whatever. Just talk about it and how irritating it is without it. I'm sure Chris right now is missing, you know, a working audio Very interface. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd have to say, uh, sorry, I'm breathing heavy. You, you mentioned the camper and you started breathing heavy, so. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say, well, that wasn't underappreciated. Uh, I'm trying to think of something like I really didn't appreciate and realize it was great until it's gone. Um, I mean, I would have to go with solid drummers. Like, I can, I feel like I can make up for, you know, if a second guitarist isn't that great, you know, I can fill in some space of where, you know, they're lacking or, you know, basses, keyboard, whatever it's, but if you have a drummer that just can't keep tempo or just gets ahead of himself, it, it just throws me completely off. I'd have to say something that was underappreciated for me was having a solid, it doesn't even have to be a drummer, but a solid like counterpart musically, in your that's band. fair too yeah because um when, so when i was at my last church me and the drummer were really solid uh and then also me and the keyboard player we can kind of like it was like one of those we knew where the other person was going and we knew what they were feeling with the music and that's something that you don't appreciate until you're in a situation with new musicians or no other musicians because that's where i'm at i mean the only thing i do right now is solo stuff uh i mean i filled in at a few churches a few times and i mean i didn't build those playing relationships and those are really tough one of the hardest things i ever did was so my brother is a musician uh he did our intro music and him and i used to play together a lot and he was a drummer, or he's, I mean, he's still a drummer, but he, he was mainly a drummer back then. He didn't do frontman stuff. And I didn't realize how much, uh, how hard it was to work with other drummers because he was always, he was pretty much always my drummer. And that was like one of the hardest things because I moved from Florida to Tennessee 
my brother lived in Florida at the time. So it was like, I came up here and I was like trying to explain to drummers what I was hearing in my head. And my brother would always knew what I was like. I'm like, it's something, it's kind of like, you know, this, but a little bit jazzier, kind of swing it a little bit. And my brother would always know exactly what I was trying to say. But like other drummers would look at me and then they'd be, I'd be like, no, that's too much swing. Like just a little bit, like be a little bit after the beat, kind of have that after the beat feel. And they'd just like be so horrible. So I, I'd say like having your musical counterpart or like the musician that you, you both understand what each other are trying to get to. That's one thing that you definitely don't appreciate. And a lot of people take advantage of that whenever they've got that. I mean, I'll, I'll echo that. I mean, people that you like working with, I, I'm, and you know, it's it's one of those things too of like, uh, when when you're working with them in the in the normal, you're like, oh, everything's so hard, or I'm so frustrated, you mm-hmm. know. But then once they're gone and you're dealing with somebody else, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so much worse now. You're like, I would have taken the ego, like because that's yeah. a big, that's usually a common thing. One of the easiest ways to get to be done with another musician is when someone gets an inflated ego or you mm-hmm. both do. I mean, that's a common thing. And then like they, they're gone. You're dealing with this new drummer who d- doesn't sit in the pocket well and is kind of doing their own thing. And you're just like, man, I wish I had that person back. All right. So let's dial it back. Is there any gear that's like that? <laughs> We're like getting emotional now. Like talk, tell me about the person you lost. Is, like, is, there, uh, is there a pedal that got away for you or something like that? Ooh, my timeline. That's a pedal that I keep. I've gotten rid of two. And every time I get rid of it, I like, I regret, I regret it. How about you, Chris? I don't think it's been like, it's gotten away, but just being without like delay and reverb just for my play style just takes away like, I don't know, I guess like playing being fun in a way dude your your getaway pedal was the striming dig you tried everything you could to find another pedal but that was the one you ended up going yep. back to so it's currently sitting on it well in my desk um i still yet to actually sit down and record anything but uh new interface ought to be here this coming week so hopefully i can actually jump on that <laughs> Did you just sit and buy one? Just yeah, now? that's literally what I've been sitting here doing behind the scenes is <laughs> buying a new interface. Shoot. I need to order dinner. Hold on one second. Oh. You should send us something too um, while you're at it. You're gonna... I'll, I'll throw a fun one out. Summer Nam. Underappreciated. And now that it's gone, I miss it. It's because all the parties. You know what? I'm going to say something, and this is going to sound kind of horrible, but. It's true. Because so, you can't go. You're ne- you're glad it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you said that. Did I say that on there? Yeah. Yeah. I stand by it. I uh, I went and got a Nashville hot chicken sandwich last night just in like, mm, I miss it. Yeah, I mean, it's you, like it, Chicago it, version it. of Nashville hot yeah. chicken. So it's not. Is there like coleslaw all over it? And uh, no, no. It's just pickles. It's still like, it's not a dry piece of chicken like the sauce is still like a sauce it's oh, not just it's like not that the, dry rub not, that we got at bolton's yeah. which just like destroys oh. your insides whenever you're like crying eating it 
Oh, and you touch your sense. eye and have to go to the bathroom for half an hour because you're going to lose Chan. an eyeball. Yep. Yeah. Not saying any names. Uh, we went to Bolton's last year. I remember I, I made it a point. I was like, like, let's go here. I'm like, no, we're going to freaking Bolton's. That's still the best hot chicken in my opinion. You just learned your lesson to do carry out. Oh, yeah, dude. That's right. We did. We took it back to the house. Especially in the middle of summer. Gosh. Oh, Hi. my no air conditioning, nothing. Hi, would you like a pep? Would you like a Coke that's not been in the refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that guy was sitting in front of the Pepsi cooler with the fan blowing the cooler air yep. on him. He turns, he goes, "What do you want?" I was just like, "Oh God, this is gonna be great." Uh, or the limo rides. Oh my gosh, that was still one of the craziest things. Oh, summer nam. I think we should still get an Airbnb and just all meet in Nashville for a few days. Well, I mean, I, it's not I, have, distancing, Jonathan. I have not canceled my flight yet. So, um, yeah, cause it's like $12, uh, 90 bucks, but I just get a flight credit anyway. So it's not like I'm rebooking flights right now. So, Same thing. um, wait, wait, would it give you a credit? So you could fly anywhere for like 90 bucks pretty much. Yeah. Right now, or would it be like I mean, a dollar amount? I don't, I think it's just, I got it in dollar amounts and I already canceled a flight to Denver. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have like a hundred bucks in credit sitting around. I should just rebook something right now for like August and hope that I can do something. Yeah. Maybe I should look up a flight. I should just go away for a weekend. I just show up on Scott's doorstep with a bag. I'm like, all right, dude, let's do this. You're like, wait, what? No, hold on. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw the air mattress up there. Oh my you got to climb a ladder to stay in my guest spot though. So that's deterring that. enough. Uh, is there a pole to get down like a firefighter? No. Okay, then no, I'm not coming. <laughs> you, you lost me at no. <laughs> oh, no, I cleaned out my loft uh, a few days ago, so there's like nothing up there now. Or like it's organized up there now, so you can actually put a bed up. Anyway, huh. I've been that, that's been one of my coping techniques is I find something I can control and I just exercise control over it. So that's been like, I try to like clean out a corner of this house somewhere or clean out a drawer periodically or something like that. Scott went through his sauce drawer. He's like, I haven't had Arby's in six years. What is this sauce doing here? Throws it uh, I would love some Arby's sauce. Dude, Dude Arby's are, sauce is the best. There are you know, not Arby's, Arby's is, around me. Okay. Okay. Listen, Arby's is weird in this fact. Their roast beef doesn't taste like normal roast beef. Nope. You know but what I mean? It's still good. And their Arby sauce is supposed to be a barbecue sauce, but it doesn't taste like a normal barbecue sauce. Arby's is like roast beef and barbecue by like made by a person with no taste buds because they don't know what it's like, or just like who have never tasted those things before and they're going purely on description. Yeah. So the only two Arby's that are in the city of Chicago, or there's three, and they're like the, the hood. There two are in the loop, and so they're in both. Two of them are in food courts at train stations, and the other one is like <laughs> dead downtown. There's no way in hell I'm eating there. Like, there's no way in hell I'm getting there. It's the same. Like, it's my same complaint with the Chick Fil A. Like, they're all in the loop, so it's like unless you work in the loop, there's no way you're going there. Because like, why would you go into the business district during the weekend? Uh, and then it's a 25 mile drive which means it'll take me an hour to get there. That's insane. So Arby's is just, that's, that's a road trip food for me. 
Yeah. You guys got Waffle House up there? No, those stop mid-Indiana. You're missing out, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of what they are. Okay, so the best thing is um, there's a show on Hulu right now, and it's this guy who works 24 hours somewhere. And the first episode is this guy works 24 hours in a Waffle House in a row. It's not like the greatest show. I feel it's, it's kind of lacking, but it is interesting. It, like, it happens way too fast. You know what I mean? Hmm. There's not enough like exciting things. Like no one comes in and like yells, oh, I just found out I'm pregnant or something crazy. You know what I mean? Like, sorry. All right. So I'll amend the, I'll amend the original question to, to point it in a different way. Let's keep it gear centered. Okay. What's a piece of gear that you really love, but you don't feel like you talk about or other people appreciate? So like, he, um, like the examples were like clean power or, you know, those kind of things of like, we don't sit and talk about power supplies, you know, and like how much we so, love. So something in your rig that yeah. like you really appreciate, but you don't feel like gets enough recognition or you feel mm-hmm. like it's unappreciated. Like if you get rid of it. And, oh, if, um, I get, if you ooh, get rid I, of it, you're going to miss it. A but solid like, tuner. Mm-hmm. Like that's definitely, so I still miss my poly tune noir. I got rid of it and I regret it and I shouldn't have. What do you use now? Uh, a crappy little like Chinese one. Oh, because you were using the one in your camper or what? Yeah, I was using that for a while too. Okay. So I had the Polytune. I got the camper. It, it wasn't until I didn't get rid of the Polytune until I got the camper remote. Okay. Or I was also using my Line 6 wireless, the G70, that had a built-in tuner as well. And that was actually a good tuner. And then I had the HXFX. I used that tuner and that and all that. So I always had like a modeling or some sort of digital pedal that had a tuner built in. Mm-hmm. And now I have to, I really need to get another poly tune because when it, whenever it comes to tuning pedals, I don't think, I don't like any of them as much as I like the poly tunes. Uh, I, I'm a I wanna TU3 try guy. The, uh, you know, those are solid as well. I, I, I like I the strobe t- mode on the TU3. That's why. They have a strobe mode on the Polytune. Yeah, I didn't like it as much. Okay. Well, that's cool. You can have it, your opinion. Yeah. Uh, that, like, that's merely a, a, that's not a functional that's prefer- issue. That's preferential. That's a preferential. That's, yeah, 100%. Like, that, I think the Polytunes are great. I had a Boss 2-2 for a while, and uh, I know it's a TU2, but I like calling it a 2 uh, I had that for probably about two or three years and nothing bad to say about it. Nothing negative. Um, I also want to try the Sonic. What is the, the Sonic Sonic research Sonic's one research. Yeah. The, the one tuner. true bat, the, the true bypass tuner. Yeah. I, I've just heard a lot of good things about it. I want to try it. Um, oh, another pedal that I definitely didn't appreciate till it was gone was the uh, Barber tone press. Oh, that's a good one. The uh, compressor. Yeah, that was that was one of those compressors that were really great. It, it didn't affect your tone too much, but like whenever you didn't have, like, it did something small yet magical to your tone. Mm-hmm. And that was really great. How are you, Chris? Is there anything that like is like to you is like a great game changer that doesn't seem to get respect? It's the Rodney Dangerfield of your uh, your pedal board. Do you know what? Turns out he actually got a lot of respect. Did you know that? Huh. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Yeah, not that I can really 
think of. I mean, maybe like clean power is one of those things just because there's, you know, times you go into a guest church somewhere and like maybe somebody else is just running everything off of a one spot and there's like Oof. noise galore and like your board is nice and grounded and all that or like the church itself just doesn't have clean power and you get in there, you plug in and like no matter what you do, your amp or pedal board is just buzzing. <clears throat> oh, so funny thing, my house has does not have clean power and the church I used to play at doesn't did not have clean power. So actually I'm the opposite. When I get clean power, it's not that I miss the dirty power. I'm just I appreciate it a lot more. It's like, <laughs> what what is this actually good sounding stuff? I'm like holy crud, it doesn't completely make buzzy noise anytime I take my hand off my guitar. Yeah, I I love good power supplies. I feel like I feel like Scott, we're we're in a good time now too. Where like you used to have to spend an arm and a leg, and now there are actually decent, affordable options in the power supply realm. Now, I mean, look at the True Tone. Those for being a boutique company, those power supplies are pretty like affordable. Yeah, I I mean I. Oh gosh, I had such a crappy power situation back when I had that uh I had that SKB pedal board with built-in power supply that was not isolated. And you just spend so much time you you kind of just get used to being noisy. Yeah. And then when you finally have something that's like not noisy, you're like I can never go back. <clears throat> so yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like this is a great spot to end. I uh, thank you for. Oh, I, I thought you go. were on the. I think unclean power. No, no, that was. Chris. Oh, you didn't say anything. All right, so thank you for joining us. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Scott. All right, I I will say something really geeky that I freaking love about my board, and I'm trying to figure out for my next one. Um, stay oh tuned. Gosh. I'm working on that. But uh, a patch panel. Yeah. Like a clean patch layout where like all your cables go in and out at the same spot on your board. I freaking love that. I don't know if that's because I'm just super type A, but also that like keeps you from wearing out the jacks on your other pedals. Cause like everyone who everyone's like first pedal on their board and last pedal of the board, those are the jacks that you always see broken for people. Mm -hmm. And when you're just using a, a patch bay, that's not happening anymore. Or if stuff does break, it's really easy to fix. So, um, I think that's an underrated feature. That are you talking about like a patch bay, like all all of your ins and outs, not for every pedal, like but for like the beginning of your chain, the end of your chain, any stereo stuff like that. Yeah, that kind of thing. So okay. like okay. on my on my board right now, I have one of the BTPA makes just the thing you just drill into a pedal train. Yeah, and gives you panel mount jacks uh, ability. But like I've seen people on. Back on the older wooden ones, people would do the electro sockets. Uh, or... That's what I've got. On, that's what I've got on my creation. Yeah, uh, um, I use I use electro sockets, and I just I actually drill them out and everything, and it's really quite simple. Uh, John Snyder gave me he told me what drill bit to buy. I think it's a five, I can't remember what it was. Probably five it's eights. a certain. Yeah, I think it was a five eighths, and he was like, "Buy that drill." He said, uh, don't, what did he say? Probably don't drill it all at once. Well, he said, don't, he said, try to drill from the back. And yeah, don't drill it all at once. So that way, whenever it gets towards the front, it doesn't like totally rip 
the uh oh the finish yeah yeah um i've seen people do like goodwood audio does uh like the interfacer and things like that um or like there's modular things where you Mm -hmm. just some people just take an empty pedal enclosure and just put jacks on it i mean there's tons of great options that are out there to do said function but uh to me that's a that's a great way to clean up your board and keep things organized and working well is you yeah. have a have a panel huh. no, so that was my it's, thing it's you can end the episode thing. now now that i had my chance to all talk. right all right well thanks for joining us uh you can check out our facebook group facebook.com slash groups of sleep loop yeah, slash the effects loop. I got like kind of dry mouth there for a second. Follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. You can find our YouTube. You just got to find it. Uh, email us at the effects of gmail.com and we'll send you the YouTube link if that's what you want to email us about. Um, also, you uh, can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the effects loop. It's really cool. You give us money. We let you uh, hang out with us in our little chat group. If you give, I think it's like five bucks a month, you get to join our little chat group. And also a uh, big shout out to Stringjoy for supporting us. Uh, in, and, you know, if well, here's one of the things that I've always found listening to podcasts, I like supporting the people who support my favorite podcast. So hopefully you guys will do the same. Check out Stringjoy. What's the worst that could happen? You get a set of strings that you don't absolutely love, but I'm willing to bet you'll love them because they're made with love and they're made in house, made in the USA. Congrats. Are there strings made outside of the USA? All right, sorry. Probably. Let's get out of that. Probably. But not these strings made in good old Nashville, Tennessee. All right. So thanks for joining us, guys. Once again, I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I was waiting for Chris like 30 minutes later. Bye. Bye.
imaginary Why is negativity always drawn out? Picture every visualized love Energized lives together, together We undefeated A plan to make well, there's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving And believing in a community that remains happy Never after, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Don't buy